At this time, the greens are going to bring our special. This morning, I 
If you'll join me in opening your Bible to 1 Samuel chapter 16. As I was thinking about what to prepare for today and, and, and what to say to graduates, I thought, what better than a graduate that was a living sacrifice to our Lord? What better? And, and this morning, I, I, I've struggled. My mind's been in different places. And we started the service off with that slideshow. And in that slideshow, if you were listening very closely, the, verse, the first few words of that song were, What could I give to a king? What better to give to a king than a living sacrifice of ourselves? If we could take ourselves and and give it all to God, no matter what transitions we're going in, what what if we're going into the workforce, if we're going into college, if we're going to our everyday jobs, what better to give a king than a living sacrifice? And and I wanted to preach off of this for two reasons. One, because it's been on my mind and on my heart for months now, because this passage of Scripture is one that I translated. The second is, this is a transition. Israel's king, Saul, he had failed, not failed God, but he had disobeyed God. And, and he was told that the king will be removed from you. You won't have it. Anymore, And there's going to be a new king coming. So we see this transition and you guys are about to go through a great transition. Whether it's Devin going straight into the workforce now that you've graduated or or maybe furthering your education, I don't know. But there's a transition here. And I want to look at this in light of that as we look at the scripture, uh, chapter 16, verse 1. If you will, stand with me as we read God's Word this morning. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thine horn with oil and go, and I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. And Samuel said, How can I go if Saul hear it? What does it say? He will kill me. And the Lord said, Take an heifer with thee and say, I am come to sacrifice to the Lord. And call Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show thee what thou shalt do. And thou shalt anoint unto, him, unto me him whom I name unto thee. And Samuel did that which the Lord spake and came to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, Comest thou peaceably? And he said, Peaceably I come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and called them to the sacrifice. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Dear Lord, just thank you this morning for allowing us to come out and study your word freely in this country we live in. Dear Lord, just thank you for these graduates who, who've uh, accomplished and achieved so much in their education. 
Help them as they uh, transition in, into where they're going, dear Lord. Just help them and give them a peace about it. Let them to have faith and, and give them faith enough to trust you, whatever the circumstance. Forgive us our sins. In your name I pray. Amen. The first point I want to talk about is entering the unknown. You see, that's where Samuel was. In verse 2, it says that, uh, And Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hear it, he will kill me. You see, Samuel's entering the unknown. He, he's saying, What will happen to me if Saul hears it? And a lot of us are there today, especially these graduates. What will happen to me if I leave my family and I leave that support group? What will happen to me if I leave everybody I know and I don't know anybody around me? Or what will happen to me if I'm faced with temptation that I'm not accustomed to? But on a broader sense, we face this every day. What will, I, what will happen to me if I share the gospel at my workplace? How will people look at me if I sh- live for Christ? You see, we're entering the unknown. And, and the problem with that, and, and what we're faced with, is what will happen to me. You see, if we started doing things and saying, what would happen if, what would happen to God if, if we started putting His name instead of our name, we could do things for Him and for His honor and for His glory. You see, when we talk about a living sacrifice... We talk about letting our lives stand in the face of risk for the glory of God. That's what a living sacrifice is. Letting our lives stand in the face of risk for the honor and for the glory of God. That's what it is. A living sacrifice practically looks like this. When we wake up in the morning, we say, Lord, today's yours. Whatever you want me to do, I'm going to live for you. And then we go through our day and we do exactly that. That's a living sacrifice. You see, we can go a step further. And where we get this principle from is actually in Romans 12. In verse 1 and 2, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Paul says two things that I want to cover right now. He says, this is your reasonable service. This is the service that makes sense as a Christian. 
And then he says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see, the world sees risk and they say, step back, step away. But faith says, sees risk and it says, obey. Obey God's command to go into all the world, whatever risk that may be. You see, faith has this weird way of looking at risk and and looking at the things God has told us to do. And in spite of what the world may say about it, in spite of what our consciousness might say about it, faith says, I'll go do it. And that's what a living sacrifice is. Uh, One thing for sure, with transitions come choices. And will your response honor God or will you find praise in yourself and do things for yourself rather than for God? The next thing we have to look at is what does it take to be a living sacrifice? What does it take? What, what does it take from me? And one thing I wanted to point out is, is Samuel, he put his life on the line but Samuel was used to this. He was accustomed to it. As a matter of fact, as a young boy, his mother, Hannah, said, Lord, if you give me a son, I'll offer him to you. And what did she do? She, she, she offered Samuel and he grew up in the house of the Lord. And that's Samuel was used to this. This is what his life was about. But how can I make that? A part of my life. How can I make that kind of sacrificial move a part of my life? And it it really boils down to two principles, but let's look at verse 4 of this text first. And Samuel did that which the Lord spake and came to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, Comest thou peaceably? First of all, it takes trust. And we've already talked about faith a little bit. But faith and trust are are one and the same. We must trust in God. We must, uh, if we're not saved, we must trust in Christ. That being the very first step. We must put our full trust in Him. But as we go about our lives, somewhere along the way, many of us seem to forget where we started. You see, where we started in this walk with God was faith in Him. And what we have to do to continue is to continue having faith in Him. Second uh, Corinthians 5, 7 says, We walk by faith and not by sight. And and see, when we as Christians, we should go about our lives and our Christian life should revolve around faith. It doesn't end at the point of salvation. We don't stop placing our faith in God. Our faith revolves around. It's a constant thing. We're to put our trust in God. We are to put our trust in Christ for salvation, for an internal dwelling and wherever he leads When we live out our faith, it's called obedience. 
That's the second point. Samuel did that which the Lord said. It's obedience. Okay? So in trust in God and obedience to God. That's how we apply it to our lives. How do we become a living sacrifice? We trust in Him and we obey what He tells us to do. That's it. That's a living sacrifice. Putting ourselves aside for the honor and glory of God. Uh, When we have faith that God will take care of the unknown, we will take the risk of the unknown. Faith in God outweighs our risk. If you put it on a scale, risk, faith in God, faith in God always wins. Because faith in God will tell us to go every time it looks like a risk. This is the funny part to me. Most of us as Christians believe that we put our faith in Christ Jesus to take care of the unknown of death. And He gave us heaven. And that's a true statement. We did put our faith in Christ and He gave us heaven. But see, when we go past that, in our everyday life, the unknown we can't trust Him for. How ironic. No living soul can tell you exactly what death is like. That's unknown. But Jesus Christ gave us heaven. And we can't trust Him for the unknowns that people face every day in this life. How ironic. We need to put our full trust in Him. And whatever circumstance we're going in, put our faith in Him. He can take care of it. He is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. He's not going to change. And He wants to be a part of our everyday life. James says, for a reason, faith without works is dead. See, faith leads to obedience. Obedience is working out our faith. Disobedience means our faith is weak. And if you will, if you've got a red hymn book sitting around, I want you to open it to page 40. A red hymn book and open it to page 40. It's a neat little song here, and it goes right along with my message. Trust and obey. And I'm not going to try to sing it because you'd all leave. But I want you to look at verse 4. But we never can prove the delights of His love until all on the altar we lay. For the favor He shows and the joy He bestows are for them who will trust and obey. Now look at verse 5. Then in fellowship sweet, we will sit at His feet, or we'll walk by His side in the way. What He says we will do, where He sins, we will go. Never fear, only trust and obey. Trust and obey, 
For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. We want to be happy. Guys, if you want to enjoy your college experience, and I don't mean just flat out enjoy it and go have all the riches of this world, but if you want to enjoy it in Christ, you need to trust and obey. You need to trust and obey. And here's the last point. You're all invited. It's all exclusive. All of you. As a matter of fact, we can, we can look at this passage of text. And he says, and call to Jesse, call Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show thee what thou shalt do. You see, what, what, and, and there was a literal sacrifice, I do believe all that. But listen, if Jesse and his boys would have been caught with Samuel, they'd have received the same punishment, and that is death. They were trying to anoint a new king behind Saul's back. That's what it looks like. They would have received the same punishment. But Jesse and his boys, they had to have faith too. They had to have faith. And, and you all, you may think, well, this living sacrifice, that's a preacher thing. I don't need that. I, I don't need that. I don't want to be sold out to God. I don't want to give Him my all. I don't want to give Him my life and my desires. It's for every one of you. It wasn't just for the priest Samuel. It was for Jesse and his sons too. To come to the sacrifice. To do the work of the Lord. God is calling us to live for Him. Another verse I want us to look at this morning is Matthew 10 and verse 39. Jesus says here, He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. You see, what God's calling us to do, what God wants us to do, is to put our lives aside. Lose it. Put our lives aside for His honor and for His glory. And and to put that on the forefront of our lives. If we could only lose our desires in the work of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that is the essence of of a living sacrifice. Saying it's not about me, it's not about what I want, it's not about uh, the achievements that I make even. It's what do I do for my Lord and Savior? And do my achievements, do my goals, does all that bring Him honor and glory? That's what we need. We need guys like you that are fixing to transition into the workforce, into college, and say, I want, I want this whole experience. I want all my education. I want everything to honor God. And, and you say, well, Trey, I'm going to be a nurse. Well, guys, Jesus was always about healing. As a nurse, you can represent Christ in that field and it can be all for His honor and glory. Whatever. 
Maybe you're going to be a lawyer, a politician. I don't know you guys' occupation. But it can all be for the honor and glory of God. And all of us here, in our workforce, in what we do, we can give our lives to God and let it be about Him. Brother Norman, if you come for a hymn invitation, I want to ask you this morning, have you taken that first step and put your faith in Christ? Do you know Him as your Savior? Well, if you do, obey Him today. Obey Him tomorrow. Be a living sacrifice before Him all of your lives.